0: Hi, I'm Mac.
1: I'm Sean. Oh, you guys! My God, I gotta tell you, I, I'm 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 that kid that has to look at a book and and basically hold on to it, and then you turn it over and look at the back, and I feel like that you guys grew up watching Batman episodes because it's like the first cat in space and the soup of doom. Meanwhile, then you talk about poison soup. I mean, you had me giggling like a child just on the back cover.
0: Oh, I love hearing that. It's true. You know, that narrator voice you just did, and that was a very impressive narrator voice there, Arrow. I, I try to do when it's not nearly as good. That, that spirit of that, that narration, that action, that excitement, I uh, that is exactly what we're going for in these books
1: well and it's and it's what I feel when I go from picture to picture maybe I was the weird kid that always wanted to have pictures in the books that he read this right here when you do an action graphic like this not only do I get the pictures but I, I'll read the paragraph look at the picture go back to the paragraph and I really jump into the storyline
0: well I think you've been proved right uh, that that so many kids these days love reading graphic novels and illustrated fiction And there's been a beautiful thing that's happened. I think that in the past, uh, adults have been skeptical of this art form, but but it's really gaining acceptance and for good reason. What you just described is exactly right. Uh, A kid who's reading a comic, is getting the story from both the words and the pictures. It's it's pretty sophisticated to, to understand the story. They have to they have to synthesize text and image.
1: Well, I got to tell you what the the thing about this is that my grandson um, is dyslexic, and 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 books like this are what helps him understand a story. These books have saved his life.
0: That is amazing. I mean, it, it's always great to hear stuff like that, and and we we know that that when you're a kid. Until you find that book, that genre, uh, that that really is exciting to you, you can kind of be casting about. And Sean and I both love reading. Reading is so important, but but if you haven't found that yet, it can be very alienating to to not love books. Uh, but when you find that thing, when you find that thing that makes sense to you, that, that you really get excited about, that's what makes you a lifelong reader. And, and we do hear sometimes from from families to say like, These are the books that turned my kid into a reader. And that's the best compliment you can get.
1: You know what? You guys are masters at creating mystery because you know that we don't, we can't figure it out unless we dive into the story. And the way that you build this up about the soup and why do you want to poison the queen? You create such a mystery for the reader that you just keep going to the next frame, the next frame, the next frame.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that, that sense of forward motion, that's, that's the trick, right? How do we keep people reading? And so uh, I've always loved mysteries. I think it's such a compelling reason to move forward. Uh, Sean is great at paneling, just keeping the motion propulsive. We try to have good jokes, big surprises across page
1: turns. uh, Just
0: keeping a really immersive experience for the reader.
1: So now, how did you create Laws 4000? I mean, so unique. Very, very much you guys. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I want this dude's picture on my T-shirt. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah well we actually do you know we have we have lost 4000 t-shirts if you go to the first cat you could grab that arrow but yeah lost 4000 is a toenail clipping robot <laughs> uh, and he was actually based on my great-great-grandfather who was also a toenail clipping robot
1: <laughs> your childhood friends most most people form a garage band but you guys went into action graphics
0: The problem was I can't play musical instruments. Sean
2: is very musical. I had I also had a garage band. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's why when you crack this book open, you'll get to pages that say, go to thefirstcatinspace.com and hear the song that the characters are singing on this page. Most books don't have songs in them, these ones do.
0: I always love it when a book does have a song in it, but you know, then you always know, like you're, you're wondering like, what is the tune of this song? How would I sing it? Exactly. Is it all, you just end up kind of singing everything to row, row, row your boat. But we have <laughs> fully orchestrated Uh, music here that that just, you know, you can listen to for free and
2: and you can know what our characters are singing along to. Yeah, the album, The The Troop of Doom, the album drops tomorrow as well as the book, as well as the audio book, which has songs in it. We're talking about a 360-degree multimedia experience, Arrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what, though? But you're right about that. And that's one of the reasons why I created the iHeartRadio channel, View from the Writing Instrument, because we can pick up any book and read it, but until we hear your voice and we hear your inflection and your laughter, okay, now you've given me another reason to start this book all over again because I got to hear from you.
0: My favorite books are the ones that that give you more each time you read it. And um, we really hope, just like you say, that the first reading of this book is just fun and fast and propulsive, but that readers who come back to it can get as much out of the book as they put in.
1: Yeah, but you know what I go looking for? Easter eggs. Because I know you two. I know you planted things in this that we're going to get it on the second and third read.
2: Mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's uh there's a there's a full spread page in there where the characters uh are f- flying past a huge full moon which uh uh parents will probably recognize as a frame from ET. Oh. <laughs> which is a movie that came out the year that me and Mac were born but somehow was still so uh instrumental in 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 kind of our sense of what movie storytelling? What big storytelling? What is? Yeah, I wonder what ever happened to the Spielberg guy. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> he needs a plug. How,
1: how, how did you get into storytelling like this? What What was it that were you guys doing this in high school? And you said, "Look, man, I'm going to add something to that."
0: That's funny. Yeah, we Sean and I have always made stuff together. So in high school, we would write songs and 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 make up stories and. Uh, we even we would just uh sometimes put a cassette in and just record a conversation between the two of us for an hour if you think about it we really invented the podcast (laughs) Uh,
2: the distribution model just wasn't there yet
0: but this story (laughs) this story actually grew out of covid uh it was a COVID project every saturday morning at the beginning of lockdown when schools were canceled uh sean and i sort of commemorate the weekend for kids who had lost the week uh we would tell one installment of a 12-part science fiction epic called The First Cat in Space nice. 8, Pizza. Pizza. Uh, <laughs> and that story is what became the first graphic novel in the series. Well, you know, a lot of writing is, is pretty solitary. And this was an amazing chance to show kids our work as we were making it. Uh, As soon as we finished a chapter, we would put it up online, share it with kids, get their feedback, and and it really incentivized us to make this this story as funny and as exciting as possible. It's, you know, that's the way that that novels used to be written in in the 19th century, just serialized. It's why you get these amazing cliffhangers and compelling stories. And I do think that if Charles Dickens was alive today, he probably would have written the first Cat in Space and the Soup of Doom. But he's not alive, so we had to.
1: There you go. <laughs> you guys have got to come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you.
0: Thank, Thank you, you so Ryan. much. We love being on here talking books, and and just we we so appreciate you sharing uh, sharing books with the world. It, it, it's it's really important, and and thanks for making this space. You
2: be,
1: you guys be brilliant today, okay? We'll try. <laughs> okay. Bye bye.